We're not dead. We're not dead. We're alive. Definitely. Um, I think I well, our, our channel is alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, 800 views oh my on God. the Everything Everywhere video. So Congratulations. Clearly That's... the people have been wanting us to come back. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> I... Um, um, no, no, congratulations to you. That's your baby, too. You know, well, you put yeah, that... Well, yeah, well, you did all the hard shit on it anyway. <laughs> I, I I sat there for 20 minutes and I typed it and I did, like, some half-assed voiceover. And you spent, like, I mean, five days on it. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, it's your brainchild, though. You you wrote... That's what the people are coming to. They want to hear about the rewatchability of everything everywhere, man. Look, Dad and Dad don't have to take... Yeah partial credit let's just just say the whole parenthood is is a fine thing i've gotten honestly from people in my personal life i've Mm -hmm. gotten more compliments about the every film is political one because that's a little more general you know people right right. because a lot of people i know say oh i haven't watched that one because i haven't seen that movie yet but right that everything is political video is great um, um yeah. and hey people uh i know we're just jumping right into shit but <laughs> if you want to see another video essay feel free ever to say what you want to hear about i was yeah. actually thinking about coming to you at irl about a- another potential topic but this um this little mermaid casting shit <laughs> has got me feeling some opinions and, yeah. and feeling like writing some shit but uh how, yeah. how do you feel about the the little mermaid casting i am um, not going to watch the movie because I'm not interested. But the I know that's not what you mean. The the controversy. Um, it's fucking fiction. It's yeah. a fucking fish. That's all I have to say about. That. I I. It's just the same shit that's been happening since the Force Awakens. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like at this like all time high of just like absolute shit fuckery. Um. Yeah, this isn't even an isolated incident. Like, yeah, yeah. we have all the elves can't be black discourse oh going on God. right now with the with the new Rings of Power show. Yeah, um, the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> oh my gosh, we have so much to fucking talk about. Yeah, I just we do. Thinking, we've been gone for like we have. two months, a month. I don't know. Right. We should and, we should probably explain a little yeah. bit. Uh, so we um, we're live. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> yeah. I like the Little Mermaid casting, but oh, I, yeah, I feel casting, like Casey. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna see the movies. Like I feel like. If your take really is that the Black Mermaid is what's not selling you on the movie, <laughs> like just look at any other frame of the trailer. Like yeah, there's plenty to take issue with. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're just dying on like the worst, the weirdest hill. Yeah, like, and just the only one that's invalid too. Yeah. Like you have <laughs> so many valid reasons to not like this movie, right. and you have gone with the racism yeah, <laughs> option. Yeah, yeah. Wrong, wrong choice. Guys. Oh my god! I even saw like a Facebook post that had Ariel and the Confederate flag in the background. They won't take away my heritage. (laughs) Oh my god. You know, Ariel the mermaid, famous Confederate. (laughs) Fought in the war um, for our rights and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. um, Sorry, while we've been gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've we filmed a little something. We did. Um, and it's 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 nice. I think you guys will it's, like it. Um, I, well, and we talked about it before. We were going to do like a trivia thing yes. at some point. Yeah. And so we, I, I'm pretty happy with what we ended up doing. But unfortunately, we have a lot of footage and yeah. we have not had uh, so much time yes. to, to be editing. Um, in fact, the project has... 
his uh, scene editors uh, change hands. Yes, you know? it is. Uh, it's actually it's actually changing hands very very soon. Uh, I talked to Luke about it, and uh, it will be put out uh, hopefully soonish. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna have to pace my my time because uh, your, your gracious hosts have both started uh, graduate programs. Yes, and uh, that's why we're so busy. We're in fucking grad school now. Yes. So what does that mean about the podcast as a whole? Well, we're going to do it as much as we damn well please. We <laughs> yeah. But um, we might not be able to do it as frequently. frequently. Like, yeah. you might be seeing... I and I don't know. We haven't had this discussion IRL. <laughs> right, um, right. I feel like you might see episodes be a little bit more sporadic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, it might be a little bit more of a mix of... Uh, it might be just more podcast heavy again right now. We want to do more video essays, but they do. are a fuck ton of work. They are. Um, especially we're gonna, for you. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try it and, uh, and sparse out the content between the video essays or just videos in general that of things we want to talk about and the podcast episodes. We're, we're going to try to... to to keep you satisfied, your hunger satiated, but yes. uh, bear with us as we get into the groove of things again. We had a, we had a nice little uh, break there, but we're back. We are alive, and we're ready to tell you people our opinions on movies. Oh, I didn't I didn't watch a single fucking piece oh. of cinema. I've been staring <laughs> at a brick wall all this. <laughs> I've been watching paint dry. Yeah, <laughs> it's been pretty dope. Like, yeah. I have you gotten to the part where it's like. Dry. <laughs> I did. I just. I just finished that part right before shit. I came here. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering how Stanley Tucci's gonna play into season two. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's he's coming back, but oh oh. And offhandedly, did you like also happen to watch any like other like like movies too? Like, uh, yeah, I did. I've seen about. Um, this is no joke. I've probably seen about 40 films since we've last Jesus spoken. Christ. <laughs> Dude, I've watched so many. Um, I think we should start with like new movies, though, that we've seen that we haven't talked about like at all. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I'll just go through the list here, because I'm sure you've seen them. We just haven't talked about them. Jordan Peele's uh, summer blockbuster Nope. Oh my fucking god, yeah. It we has been that long. It, yeah. <laughs> it's been since Nope. Um, uh, what did you think of Nope? I, it's fucking amazing. I can't. I cannot wait to watch it again. Like I've been yeah. itching to watch it again. I need to. Um, what did you think? I I liked it a lot, and Good. I actually went back and saw it again oh, a nice. week after I first saw it, and I I liked it even more okay. after that. Good. So that's no, what I'm thinking is that I'll like it more when I when I watch it again. I think Jordan Peele's definitely a hundred percent hits so far. Yeah. Like, oh I, yeah. I think though that this movie has made me go back and look at us. A little bit more critically mm-hmm. and like i think if you're gonna do theme heavy metaphor heavy movies that you know get out is mm-hmm. his best one still right right nope is a good continuation of that and mm-hmm. us is a little bit more clumsy figuring itself out kind of it is deal it is. but i i still like us like I, a I, whole lot like yeah I, I consider myself the more people i meet that the more they don't like us uh or they're like more critical of it the more i become an apologist for it sort of because um i don't know like right now i think it's rated higher than i have nope at um but it could i could do with a rewatch now granted i've seen get out and us both collectively like six times so like 
Um, I just need to watch Nope some more. And yeah, get my, yeah. Get my rating straight, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think I, I do think Nope is a tighter, tighter screenplay for one. Tighter. He's he's talking about a lot. Like us, he's you could tell he wanted to say a lot, and with Nope, he is also saying a lot. Just Nope somehow feels more well-rounded, well yeah. tightly woven a little bit more than us. Like you said, us is a little bit clumsy. Um, but I think the reason I like us like so much still is I think he's the iconography of the film is perfect. Like you have um, you have a Halloween costume is like right there in us that's easily yeah. recognizable, you know, and, and just like um, there's some great sequences in there. That's a funny ass film too. Like I think us is a little bit funnier than Get Out, um, and Nope is. Is, is funny as well too. He's he's still nailing the comedy pretty well. Yeah, us is surprisingly uh, comedic. Mm-hmm. Um, but nope, nope. I think would have might have been funnier. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope was pretty funny and lighthearted in general. Like I feel yeah. like of Peel's movies mm-hmm. that this was the least um, oppressive and like dread <laughs> yeah. feeling. Like. I, I mean, I, I think it's interesting, too, that this is the only one that's not, like, examining some, like, terrible, like, fucked situation. Yeah. It's more like... Well, I mean, there is a fucked situation at the center of Nope, mm-hmm. but the world is, like, normal around yeah. it, yeah. you know? Like, it's yeah. not like anyone's going fish out of water mode or the world's ending yeah. or anything. Yeah. The world remains as it is, and I think that it's interesting than that he aims his sights at the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that with Nope, like, you're seeing a lot sharper criticism of some industry shit yeah. going on, and yeah. as well as, like, um, the way we treat, like... Oh, I just don't want to give anything away, but, like, right, the way right. we treat animals, Animals, I think, yeah. Especially. I think that's the most interesting concept in the film for mm-hmm. me. I like all the film shit, you know, about, you know, the spectacle... Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting, but the the animals, like, uh, God, it's like littered like throughout the whole film. Like he is so good at just planting these ideas and just letting you let it letting the audience run with it. Um, you know, we've got to talk about Logan Paul's uh, oh shit take. Paul's shit take, not about not understanding anything. Um, and coincidentally, that's what I think is so great about the film. Is that he does not beat you over the head with, uh, with like, why don't you think about this? Why don't we? Why don't we answer this question I'm proposing to you? He's just like, like it's just the images are there, and he's just like, all right, moving on. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but it gives you time to marinate on it, and it lends itself to to second viewings and third viewings, fourth viewings, however many times you want to watch it. I will probably watch this movie um, a lot. Um, cause I was, I was so great about it. Like, and I saw it in IMAX too. Oh shit. Oh, God, it was damn. so good. It was so fucking good. I got my family to, to watch it with me, uh, and they really liked it too. And so I was surprised. Um, that's not really the target audience. My parents are not the target audience, but they enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, just great all around. Yeah. I mean, you don't see too many movies where like the thing that they're examining or like, thinking critically of in this Mm -hmm. case like spectacle like you don't see it become that very often but nope is like a spectacle movie it is yeah that's what's so cool about it is like 
it's like, well, let's get all fucking like meta and cool about it, but then also let's actually deliver the goods mm-hmm. of like a very exciting and and big movie. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm I'm gonna just say this, you know, without spoilers still for people who haven't seen Note, but like once you see it, I feel like you're looking around at your everyday world. And there's one element that you're mm-hmm. especially examining. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna look at that thing the same <laughs> way again. I I have not stopped examining that certain thing. Like, yeah. so I still it's just ingrained in my in my head now. I've gotten kind of annoying about it though to my to my friends. <laughs> well, but not just from a movie perspective, but it right. made me reassess how cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. People go go watch. No, yeah, go watch yeah, Nope. for sure. Um, nope is great. Nope have is you great. seen Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yet? I have not. I've okay. heard good things. Um, I know you watched it. Did you? Did you like it? I fucked with it. Okay. Yeah, I think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is like a really fun like com. It's absolutely an A twenty four movie in the sense that the trailers are probably gonna make people think that like it's gonna be like scarier than it mm-hmm. actually is, even though they're leading into the comedic satire aspect of it in the trailers. Right. I feel like people need to be reminded again, horror's not as big of a focus for this movie as being a satire and being a comedy, and I think it's pretty great at those. And then in addition to that, I think there's a great little mystery aspect to it. It it kinda reminded me of like an Agatha Christie plot, the way it was okay. unraveling, and it did have me second guessing like the whole time. And even though I came up with some theories that I feel like were close to what the movie was actually doing, um, I was still surprised, and I laughed my ass off. So I I highly recommend Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I think it was really good. Nice, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, I just uh, have not <laughs> gotten to it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's been so much shit this so summer, shit, especially. Bro. Uh, oh, we gotta talk about uh, Prey. Pre- oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude. I loved Prey. I loved it. Holy shit. I think, I think Prey might have even been higher on my current ranked list than Nope. I don't know, though. Really? I, 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 I'd have to look, but it actually might be lower. But Prey is... Just so fucking great. It's it might even terrible. be my new, like, favorite Predator movie. Like, I love mm. the original Predator. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think that Prey absolutely does, like, more with oh, this concept and has more fun with it, too. Prey has done absolute wonders for the Predator franchise that I hopefully going forward we see more of. Yeah, like, like you could just have fun with this shit. Yeah, you could just yeah. drop the Predator in any time, any time period. period. Yep. And have a fucking blast. I don't know why we weren't doing this sooner. Yeah, you know, I don't like, either. Why did we spend so many sequels and reboots trying to like rethink how the Predator visits modern day? Or like, oh, what if Adrian Brody goes to the Predator planet? Yeah, like, yeah it's like, <laughs> there's a simple answer for mm-hmm. the for this, uh, for the Predator um, schlog, I guess, that the, the franchise has been in since... Predator 2, even. For fucking real. And I mean, some people might even argue that Predator 2 doesn't match up exactly. to the OG, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, and like, I don't know, and we've had this weird focus that the Predator has to be an alien versus Predator kind of deal, <laughs> yeah, rather than yeah. like its own thing. Just like, it's just so glad, it's so good to see a return to form. And then on top of yeah. that, this is a pretty, like, great, like, movie in general i oh, guess yeah, like yeah, yeah. i i i was just 
very into the main character and her journey. Yeah. It, it like the earning of respect that she fucking deserved from mm-hmm. the very beginning and like all of the actors in this movie like really killed it. Yeah. The, it's so fucking dope that this movie is available in Comanche. Like the yes. first ever movie to that be is in Comanche. So cool. I uh yeah, I agree. If you strip the um the shackles of the of it being tied to a, a previous property and, and just had it looked as just like a, a singular film that came out, it still fucking rocks. Um, I don't, Jesus, I this thing is so freaking, it's cool. It's really cool. The script is really tight. Yeah. Uh, really loved, loved the, the characters. Like you said, our, the main character is like highly likable. Like you're for the minute, like minute one or two, I was hooked. I was like, okay, yeah, we're here. We're doing this thing. I enjoy this character. I really enjoyed the, the predator uh, making his way up the food chain yeah. uh, throughout the movie. That was so fucking cool. Um, yeah, just everything everything about it. Even the way it looked, that I noticed in the, they didn't shoot um, a lot of night scenes. They didn't, I no. hate when, when creature, like, uh, like horror movies or creature movies in general, like Alien is, is a big, uh, it has this pitfall where they shoot shit at night and you can't fucking tell what's going on because yeah. it's lit so poorly. This is like in the daylight for pretty much all of it, and they are not afraid. They're not afraid to uh, to show off their effects either because the CG was uh, pretty good. I thought. Well, and then they had a guy in makeup. In makeup, yeah, it and was it's fucking incredible. awesome. Yes, yes. And so, I mean, I love that you you have the creature out in broad daylight. You can fucking see him, and he looks dope. And he it's looks, like, yeah. That that's practical, baby, and that's mm-hmm. also just using your CG um, correctly when you need. Yes, when <laughs> you, you need, need to. Yeah, there. I I can't think of any movies that would overuse CG though. There's oh, definitely yeah, nothing there's definitely in, not, in the, our yeah. modern sphere that no. would influence that kind of opinion. No, definitely no. no. Yeah, no. moving on. Moving on. <laughs> 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 we are uh, we are just saying. So, did it? Did that <laughs> studio come out with anything that? We need to have seen like I um, I don't know I feel like they're always making shit what I feel like did we already talk about Thor Love and Thunder No we haven't we I started or, okay I watched two seconds of it I literally saw the first frame and I turned it off oh. I'm not even lying to you because I thought of something better to watch Oh okay <laughs> so I started it and then I was like wait no I want to watch this <laughs> I am waiting for my uh, my work day where I need to get some shit done but I want to have like you know, the Marvel movie on in the background so yeah. I can, like, half, half focus. But it did have my attention for the first five minutes when I was doing laundry the other day. Oh, yeah? Uh, nothing, like, terrible yet, but, like, there there was definitely some clumsy shit. Like, yeah, yeah. there was a part where <laughs> Christian Bale, like, is becoming the villain. I don't care about fucking spoilers, um, but it's oh, not yeah, a big spoiler. I mean, it's yeah. not a big spoiler. But Christian Bale is about to become the villain when she's the villain for this new Marvel movie. If you uh-huh. haven't seen a trailer yet, you yeah. might be surprised by this. If you've been um, living in a cave. <laughs> but he's, he's like, still a good guy, and he's talking to this god, and the god's all like, oh, shit, bro, what are you doing here? By the way, don't go pick up that necro sword. I just got finished dealing with the last guy who picked it up and <laughs> tried to kill the gods. Like, like telegraphing... The whole trajectory of the scene and of this plot, like, 
that shit was clumsy and didn't feel like a joke. Like, there's a difference between the winking, self-aware yeah. humor that Taika yeah. Waititi has and just, like, some lazy fucking shit. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Marvel, in general, has felt, like, very lazy to me, except for, unfortunately, the hard-working CGI artists, which, when you overwork your CGI artists, that shit looks lazy, too, even though you had all that crunch cannot believe when that article came out i could not believe what i was fucking reading no that that shit's insane it's making me rethink like the whole like movie like sphere and yeah. honestly game studio sphere like these people need to fucking unionize more than ever and yes and i i know it's not very helpful to just repeat that but like oh my gosh we need we need some kind of strike going yeah. on i feel like and these people need their Sta- their human fucking quality of life standards yep. to be met. Yeah. This yeah. is not it. This is not it. The If y'all don't know, um, I think it was Variety, maybe, maybe not Variety, uh, Forbes maybe, one of those fucking dumbass magazines, they put out an article, a really good article, um, about uh, the CGI artists of Marvel um, talking about the, the crunch time and about how Marvel... Um, makes their films in a way where uh, they can change, if they need to change something like a costume design or some kind of a set piece at the last minute or even whole scenes from the script, uh, they can do that. They can change it at the last minute, but it puts uh, an immense pressure and workload onto the CGI and VFX artists um, because the reason uh, we, we found out, um, and I learned part of this through um, Brown Table's uh, video about this, Borussia put out a video about uh, VFX artists being overworked and Marvel's use of CGI. Um, the reason our Black Panther finale looks so god-awful is because Marvel did not nail down concept art until weeks before the movie was ready to premiere. Oh my god. They will not They will not tell these VFX and CG artists that their concept art is final when that's the first thing you fucking do. They won't tell them it's final so that they can change it later if they need to. And that's yeah. why that scene looks so fucking god-awful is because they literally only had two weeks on it. Which, for CGI, is like, you might as well give yourself an hour, you know, to, to fucking throw together a fucking Jeez. Um, fu- shitty fucking 20-minute fight scene. I didn't hear about the Black Panther shit. That Yeah, it was, it's, it's bad. That's insane. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely, that, you know, you, you have all that crunch and all that disrespect for human dignity and mm-hmm. then you the end result is like something that looks worse than a playstation 2 game you <laughs> yeah know? like that God, shit so was bad it was so bad i saw that they have started fixing effects on disney plus releases though like apparently thor love and thunder had some effects that underwent reconstruction before the movie hit the streaming platform i don't know how yep. i feel about that like or what? What are we like the EA there, of yeah. fucking <laughs> movies? There's, now? there's a conversation, a very important conversation to be had about that. Actually, about how streaming, uh, really, I think Disney. Well, I think Netflix has done it too. But there's like this. I, I think I feel like people have just glossed over this this fact, and I, I I feel like we shouldn't. The fact that Disney can just alter their films. From theatrical release to the streaming release, like actively like fix things in it, and to me, I'm just like, 
if they can fit, if like they can fix something as simple as like a C, what's well, not simple, but they can fix something um, like a CGI like mishap. Like they can also edit other things about films when they go to streaming. Like um, I don't know. Like I, this is pure speculation on my end. But if like Disney releases a movie that gets a lot of blowback for maybe a certain scene, if they were to release that on their streaming, they could remove that scene entirely or rework the film in some way and then you know years and years down the line um where we're you know wanting to maybe like i don't know i don't know why you would ever study marvel films but if we were to do like somebody is writing a book or somebody's doing something and they're having to to do research about a certain film if it was edited heavily after its theatrical release onto the streaming release and we no longer have access to a theatrical cut it makes it what's what what's called an unstable text um yeah. like for example charlie chaplin's uh films uh gold rush is considered an unstable text in in uh because he had six versions of the movie there were six versions released in theaters and, and nobody knows which version you know is the is what his vision was and so it makes studying the gold rush interesting but also kind of hard because there's yeah, like what the hell are you supposed to end up landing on exactly like, yeah, yeah. if you're to examine that work yeah like, and i feel that's also the the with apocalypse now you know apocalypse now has or well not apocalypse yeah, there's now, the sorry. redux the right. redux but blade runner is what i was oh, thinking blade right. runner's got these so many cuts um you've got the the final cut the director's cut the the theatrical cut and then the the deluxe extended special edition, yeah. you know, like all this fucking shit. But it's harder now that we know what HBO Max can do and just literally delete films from their catalog. Yeah. That Disney is now heavily modifying, or maybe not heavily right now, but they're modifying their movies for a streaming release. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's weird. And I feel like it needs to be talked about maybe. Yeah. Well, and I mean, this this has been the precedent that like George Lucas has been setting ever since he like started fucking with his movies yes. after they were done. But like this whole like computer fuckery, you know, the, going back and changing something and doing it pretty convincingly as our technology is getting better, like yeah. that scares me because yeah. like one day, like you can just go and overwrite anything. And what made me think of it in this scary lens? was in response to this Little Mermaid cast thing, I saw some guy tweet this thing, and he was like, I told an AI bot to, like, fix the, you know, gradients here and change some colors around, and ta-da! We got our beautiful white, red-haired... Oh, my God. ...live-action mermaid. We could change it. When the whole movie releases, I intend to use this technology on the film. And that scares me so much, because, yeah... Let's say, you know, down the line, uh, maybe an ultra-conservative uh, government is in place. We want to, you know, just go ahead and change uh, history a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Fuck with it. You can go into any fucking movie, any kind of historical document, any kind of text, and change that shit. And if people don't know what was there before, exactly. if you rewrite all of it, even if people did know, it, I mean... It's crazy. Like yeah. you could just change history, and as far as people alive would be concerned, unless they that's knew, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 what yeah. it is now. And, yeah, and I know, like some people were probably thinking, like, well, we have we have physical releases. It's like, well, not for everything, we don't. 
the films that HBO Max deleted off their streaming were straight to streaming movies. Like I'm pretty sure you can't buy um, Seth Rogen's American Pickle on DVD anywhere. Like streaming is also what probably 90% of Americans consume media through. Besides going to the theater, like streaming is so fucking convenient to watch shit on. That's what they're consuming it through. So, you know, the physical release model is like, it's not really an argument here, honestly. Like, yeah, I can go buy Thor Love and Thunder on DVD and it probably is the same shitty CGI floating head as in the, the theaters. But like, what are people watching Thor Love and Thunder on? Probably Disney Plus, mm-hmm. just like they're watching every you know every other film that's like big film that's released that's released on streaming. So, um, yeah, it's worrying. It's definitely worrying. It's a little weird. I for yeah, sure. I think we're setting a dangerous precedent mm-hmm. here. Um, I mean, it, it's definitely not new, but like the the, the continuation of it. And yeah, Disney's current. It's just a little freaky. It's a little freaky. It's a little freaky. It is definitely a little freaky. We might have to get into the like a whole thing sometime yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like that could totally domineer like an essay or a oh, yeah. discussion. You know, just, totally like, should. I, I just want to research it more. You yeah, know? yeah, I, yeah. I want to know what I'm talking about. Like, For sure. My terms. Oh yeah. By the way, our video essays are researched. I don't know if we should say like we're not. Yeah. Just, we're not just spewing shit out of our ass. We. Uh, I did a lot of research for the. For the video essays, and then the, I mean, the first shot is is kind of subjective. So, but I I had to you know rewatch sequences yeah. of films for that and stuff. So yeah, and we 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 proof each other on our on our s on when we write the actual essay, we you know proofread and and edit each other. So yeah um, yeah, and if something yeah if something is not correct, I mean, usually we'll catch that yeah. you know, um, but. It's it's opinion based, but it's also like we're 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 putting in the effort to like try and find these external sources mm-hmm. and bring them in, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like social validity maybe is yeah like the thing that we're I I don't know. Basically, we're not just talking out of our yeah, ass yeah, like we do yeah. on here. Okay, come yeah. on, come yeah, on now. Yeah, we're talk we talk out of our ass here, but well, not I in the video ass. We're pretty <laughs> tight on the length though. Like we are, you know, we are. like that maybe that communicates that too. It's like oh, it's a seven minute ver- video versus this hour and a half podcast. Like I guess <laughs> yeah. the discussion might be a little bit tighter. Right, right. Uh, sure. Speaking of a little bit tighter, yeah. Do you know what I think's pretty tight? What do you think's pretty tight? Uh, George Miller, the director. Oh, pretty yeah. Tight. Oh, shit, I haven't watched it yet. Have you seen 3,000 years? No, so you no, haven't seen 3,000 years of longing. What did you think? I've heard some mixed things. I liked uh, I liked it. Um, there were parts of it that I liked more than others. And it's interesting. It is an interesting movie. It is definitely not the movie that anyone could have predicted that George Miller would make after... Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road like it's not like that it's a complete 180 in the other direction but like it kind of is like Mm. dialogue heavy um kind of uh like vignettes rather than like a big old spectacle yeah it's it's not so spectacle centered this time around it's it's kind of grown up you know in a way but in other ways, I think that's what's so frustrating about it because I, I think that George Miller is not a very subtle director and it's interesting to see him try out like these 
heavy topics and these dialogue driven scenes but you know i don't i don't know if it's his forte per mm, se okay like i i wanted to like the overarching plot of the movie which is where it's the most analytical but um i i didn't i didn't think it matched up to the stories that were being told in the midst of the movie but yeah. um anyway you should go see it and then we'll talk about it sometime. oh hell yeah i'm definitely gonna i'm catching it uh soon uh, I think it's out of theaters now, but I will definitely rent it. Yeah, hopefully it's on um, HBO Max or oh yeah, Hulu. Sure. Hulu's something. been getting all kinds of crazy good movies, so oh yeah, oh, I yeah. believe it. I believe it. Um, I think there was one other movie I saw. Oh, have you seen X? I have not seen X <sighs> yet. You I definitely should. I highly enjoyed it. Really? Yes. So I I've been hearing that it's like jump scare horror and like. I've kind of had some of the plot described to me, and I, I guess maybe, like, the execution must be, like, really good. Like, that's essentially what it is. Like, everything you hear is, like, that's what I heard. I was just like, you know, this is going to be run-of-the-mill horror. I, you know, there are jump scares. Yeah. But it is the execution. It's just, like... Execution? Execution. Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's really well done. It's, like, it's probably one of the best original slashers I've seen in... In a while, like you know, like every year, there's a there's slashers. There's a, there's so many of them, like killer movies, whatever. Yeah. But the the villain in this movie is the motivations around it, because I mean, this is, you can glean this from the trailer. the 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 film's about a group of uh, porn stars and like porn like filmmakers that go to make a porn, um, and their guests are not so. Uh, you know, into it. And so that's where the, the, the horror slasher element comes in. But the, the main villain of the story is just like, it's a really interesting premise, what their motivations are. And the kills are fucking cool. They're fun. And, um, it's a tight runtime too. I think it's only about an hour and a half movie. Um, and Ty West has, uh, fucking made a prequel to it. Yeah. uh, About the origins of the villain. And, it's uh, it looks really good. It looks really good. I've already heard good things about it, and now he's got a third. He's had a trilogy called Maxine that's uh, apparently about one of the other characters, and he's done all this for about two million dollars. That's insane. Like, yes, the fact that for one, he's got two movies out in the same year mm-hmm. already. Like you just don't see that shit happen anymore. Right, yeah, and then. Yeah, you you've got your trilogy yeah. like already like about to like wrap like unless he gets like crazy with Maxine and like blows it up yeah. to like a higher budget and scale. But like I don't know. I I, I don't think that sounds like uh, the direction. No, that that's not him. He's, going. I I heard the the reason he shot Pearl um which is the the prequel um is because he, he from his work in television, Ty West the director his work in television has taught him to uh, want not, waste not. And so they shot, he wrote the script uh, pretty like pretty fast and then shot um, the, the prequel because they had the set. They built the set for the movie. And then he was like, well, let's do another fucking film with it so we can get, you know, double our money out of it so as not to just waste it on this one film. And uh, it's just like, it's work. it's economically sound. And apparently from what I've heard, from the pre from the uh, advanced screenings at TIFF, um, the Toronto International Film Festival, is that it's good. It's actually yeah. good. 
So well, that, I'm excited. It, you, the way you described it made it sound very cash grabby. But then yeah. I was thinking this whole time, like, but it doesn't look like you know cash no, grab. No. Like it looks like a pretty yeah. well thought out picture, and it, it's smart. You know, yeah. like, damn, yeah. you you have this farm set. Like, yeah, why not use, use the farm? Like, yeah. <laughs> use it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, the uh, which yeah, it, it kind of sounds cash grabby, but like when you see X. That he's got something here, like the story world, um, the characters, the idea. It's just fucking cool. I don't know. It's a cool ass movie, and uh, yeah, just how he did it. Uh, man, this motherfucker knows how to direct a horror film. I don't. I don't know what else to say. It's good. I think you should watch it. Okay, sure. I, I'll definitely be watching it, and probably Pearl, uh, sometime, maybe even this October. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm yeah, not sure soon. when it releases. Uh, I think it's already out. Oh. But I, I just have written off seeing it in the in the theater. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I don't do slashers in theaters because I'm a little baby. I don't want to get startled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't like jump scares, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't. And I think they're cheap. I will always go back to that argument. I think they are cheap and disposable little pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if you want a really good horror movie, it's like actually show something disturbing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Don't just play a sound effect that goes, boom! <laughs> yeah, I, I think X shows you some some pretty interesting uh, interesting images, which is, is why I, I just really fucked with it so hard is because um, it is different than other yeah. slashers I've seen, and, and and there actually are scary ass fucking moments in it. So yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, can I tell you about the worst movie I've seen this year so far? Sure, Jurassic yeah. World Dominion. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't, and I really, I just didn't have any interest before it came out, and now I, I just have don't. less. Yeah, don't. no, I don't, I don't think I want to even I, uh, bother. I fast-forwarded through some scenes. Can we, fuck lie. it. Can we get, like, a spoiler thing yeah, on this? Like, can we just talk, because I'm not going to see it. I just want him to, I, I want to hear Casey tell me the plot <laughs> of this movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's where I'm at. So, Ooh. this is officially the Jurassic World Dominion Spoiler review, spoiler review. Um, but it, spoiler review would imply that there is anything worth fucking seeing about <laughs> yeah. it. So just fucking listen and just yeah. skip this shit. Just okay. enjoy my retelling. Okay? okay, so what the fuck is the... So already, let me just say, Jurassic <laughs> World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom are like, I think maybe my least favorite reboots of like any yeah. franchise. I do not fuck with those movies. I think they suck. I know yeah. that Jacob... Likes them. I'm sorry, Jacob. Jacob has an argument for the first Jurassic World. At yeah. Least, so. Well, and um, I, I, I've heard his spiel on yeah. Fallen Kingdom, and I can appreciate the B movie thing that people are talking about. But absolutely, seeing that director who did Fallen Kingdom though, mm. bungling uh, at Rings of Power a little bit, but that that's a whole nother discussion, oh, yeah. and it's not because of racism. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So many racist fucks here uh, in the world. But, um, yeah, no, Jurassic World. We, we kind of begin the movie um, with uh, Chris Pratt's character, uh, Owen, I think his name is, and uh, yeah. um, Jessica Chastain's character. No, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, oh, my gosh. Sorry. Fuck. Just because they're both redheads with the same haircut and the same style of acting. You son of a I'm bitch. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. They both got freckles, too, I think. But anyway, um, yeah, her character, whatever the fuck her name is, um, they're together raising the genetically engineered human, 
that they found oh, at the right. end of Fallen Kingdom. Right. Yeah. The so they're they're like, oh yeah, you know, this new company, Biosyn, which is basically the the company that came out of Engine, which is from the first films. Yeah. Um, for some fucking reason, they've rebranded that they do not explain, but. Um, do they still have like the guy from the first movie or from like the original Jurassic Park who they did kind of like a last minute like oh he's a bad guy now do they have Dr. Dr. Wu? Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu is in the film and his his arc this time is he's remorseful. Oh. Yeah. I just I think that's the big thing about this franchise is that we're grasping at like extras. Oh, the, well, not extras because I guess it's B.D. Wong, you know, great yeah, actor. But. No, no, you want to you you talk about grasping at straws. Doctor Henry Wu makes sense in this film. There's a character they bring back that makes no fucking sense. Do you Who wanna, do they bring back? They bring back Dodson. 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 <laughs> Wait, who's? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It was oh. okay. Here we go. Okay. You're never gonna fucking believe this, Isaac. And audience, you're never gonna fucking believe this. Do you remember the scene in the first Jurassic Park movie? It's a two minute scene where, granted, it's a funny scene, but uh, Nedry is at the table eating an egregious amount of food. Oh and, right. And he's like, Dotson, we got Dotson here. See, nobody cares. Oh. And he gives him the thing to steal the embryos. So Dodson is the fucking like. Head honcho of Biosyn. He runs the company. It is the most fucking egregious, like, dumbass, out of left field fucking, like, character bring back. Like, they, they literally. Well, do they have everything. to, like, remind the audience, like, that he's the shaving cream guy? Like, that, no, they don't, do they, they don't remind us at all. So they don't, they don't do, like, that far from home thing, no. at least, where they show, like, Ah, see, the extra was in that movie. He yeah. was there. No, they don't. He's just, uh, yeah, he had one two-minute scene in Jurassic Park, and now he's the main villain of the of the sixth installment. So, anyway, let me let me tell you what this movie's about, because you know this is just so fucking stupid. So, there's like three different plots going on. We got Owens and, and Bryce Dallas Howard's with the girl. Big thing, the girl gets kidnapped, along oh. with Blue, the Velociraptor's child, gets kidnapped along with the girl. Oh, oh not Blue, though. Not Blue, uh, though. Okay. Blue's child. Yeah. Um, and Blue comes out. And so two things we hardly know. Yes, the, yes. <laughs> are, are now the, the at the center of our story. And, and Blue, the Velociraptor, comes out and kind of screams at Owen. And Owen's like, I'm going to get her back. I'm going to get your child back. And Blue just kind of skitters off into the woods. And I was oh. like, that was really fucking cringy. Um, <laughs> so they have to go to a unspecified European country or maybe Middle Eastern country. I can't tell. They use the same yellow hue to denote that we're in a different country. Um, And so they leave to go find her. Meanwhile, we have our original cast of Laura Dern and... um, uh, oh, Sam Neill? Sam Neill, sorry. I was about to say Sam Worthington, but that's a different person. Sam Neill. um, Laura Laura Dern is like, hey, there's these huge-ass locusts and they're eating all the crops, but they're not eating biosyn-engineered crops. And he's like, "Whoa, this is a this is a thing." So now we have to go find Ian Malcolm, who is teaching at Biosyn, and uh, we have to go get him to give us proof that this is happening, so we can take it to the authorities. Okay. Meanwhile, there is a much more interesting fucking plot that is not touched on at all, and that is the fact that dinosaurs live in the real world now. They're out in the wild. Yeah. They're in our cities. That was such a like it's great a, setup. It's a background in this movie. We're now dealing with bugs. That's what this is all about, Isaac. And I can tell you the rest of the plot here, 
these two plots eventually converge where all our main characters are together at Biosyn and they're bringing the house down and um, basically yeah like they like go to expose it but instead Biosyn like burned like the whole facility burns to the fucking ground because some locusts caught on fire and they oh. they swam out into the open fucking air and um they uh the, yeah they defeat uh this big bad dinosaur is walking around and uh he eventually fights the T-Rex and then this other fucking dinosaur they fight at the end and our characters have to like maneuver around them and then they end up killing the big dinosaur which did nothing wrong but be a dinosaur. He he tried to eat yeah, some humans. Yeah, that seems a little weird for like uh, you know Alan Grant and yeah. And, uh, oh gosh. Oh, doctor, doctor, a doctor. Oh god, I've seen Jurassic Park a million times. Why I don't? Why do I only know her as Laura Dern character? She's so iconic as Laura Dern. Yeah, for real, for right. real, she is. Run. <laughs> yeah. Um. um. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, so, so they've done a 180 on like dinosaur uh, yeah. preservation or being interested in yeah. keeping this species alive. Like, you were making that dinosaur who's a big guy go extinct. Yeah, you don't they're do just that. like, yeah, he's chasing after us, so now the T Rex is going to come to save the day for the 57th millionth time. Ellie um, Sattler. Ellie Sattler. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Why did, sorry, we yeah. just had to get that. Yeah, yeah we had to get that out there. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, that's the plot. It ends. It ends with Biosyn burning to the ground. They're like, yay, we proved that Biosyn is doing this horrible thing. But also, they kind of just destroyed themselves. Oh, dinosaurs, they're in the real world still. Uh, there's no... that, that That's not like a resolved... No, it is not resolved. No. This is just fucking bananas to me. Because, yeah. like, for one, it sounds boring. Like, oh that's my god, it's thing it so like. fucking boring. Like... Yeah, that just isn't, like, an interesting plot. No. It's very, like... So, but not even like an interesting scientific plot either, though. Like you're not getting anything no. out of it. This is this is like a dumb popcorn movie, and Colin Trevorrow is not the guy who's gonna write you some like very sophisticated, classy sci-fi thriller. Absolutely not. They they've thrown every single thing, every single theme about Jurassic Park. They've completely thrown it out the window in favor of like. Like, I can't tell you how much sense it does not make for this to be the plot of this movie. Like, I feel like they 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 set up... It feels like... This is no shade towards the last... A little bit of shade towards the last Jedi, but it feels like the Star Wars thing. Where J.J. Abrams sets some shit up at the end of The Force Awakens. Ryan Johnson comes in and says, I don't want to do any of it, so I'm going to change it. But there's still that same plot. Dominion is that... Fallen Kingdom's like, I'm setting this up. And Dominion's like, cool. I think I'm going to absolutely fucking ignore it and go with two seven, two new plots. They introduce a new plot. Two new plots, essentially, that do not deal with any of the ramifications of the ending of Fallen Kingdom. And I just... I It's such a useless fucking movie. You can literally pretend that it didn't happen. Nothing in the world changes. Um, That's... It's just sad that that's where that franchise is at, you know, like just puttering out as it's like last. Yeah. Because this is supposed to be like the last Jurassic. Oh, I mean, so, until they like yeah. find a way to bring find it a way back to bring in. it back for sure. But yeah. like, you know, you, it's a main cast reunion, and it's some forgettable like shit. Like, 
that that just God. doesn't happen anymore you know like yeah. the, these legacy sequels are supposed to be like huge events and it just sounds like it oh yeah the acting's really horrible just, too really but i don't blame sam neil uh, jeff goldblum or laura dern because laura dern is probably the best out of them sam neil is phoning the shit in jeff goldblum he doesn't even it doesn't even look like he knows what the fuck is going on really? at any given time it's actually hilarious i feel like they did it on purpose because they didn't want to fucking be there yeah, and they're like in the whole entire movie. Their main, ca- they don't just show up at the end like I assume they would from the trailers. No, they're from the very beginning. They're a central main plot to this movie, and they just act like they could give a shit about being there. They must have got paid out the ass. Acting like the acting's just super fucking bad. I feel like even Chris Pratt is phoning it in. I feel like yeah. he's fucking done with this shit, you know. And and Bryce Dallas Howard looks like she's trying. She is trying. Um, yeah. and arguably, you know, it's, it's just so fucking bad. Like, God, they've drug, they've drunk, uh, drug BD Wong into this thing for the millionth time. And, and his character on screen kind of, I feel like that represents, you know, BD in real life being like, I'm so fucking tired of this shit. I, yeah, it just doesn't seem like anyone's like having a good time with it, which is crazy because no. Jurassic Park is like just one of the best great time movies mm-hmm. you know like how yeah. did it get so fucking dull and redundant and yeah. I, I think it just also suffered from writing the coattails of like all of the other like legacy franchises coming back but this one was definitely the least exciting of them like yep. no entry Mm-mm. in any of this shit made me think like oh they're really gonna knock it out of the park no. this time and yeah. Let me let me tell you. This is let this be a lesson to future studios and filmmakers wanting to make sequels to Spielberg's work. Don't. Yeah. You'll never capture what that man captures in a, in a, in, a, in your pinky of a frame of a Spielberg film. I'll just say that. Like in Jurassic Park, the original, and even in The Lost World because I think he directed The Lost World as well. He did. He did. He, he did. came back. There's a sense of like the suspense, you know, in the the thrill of like the dinosaurs, like these sequences, like with the T-Rex sequence, yeah. the fucking Velociraptor sequence, any, any given sequence in Jurassic Park or the Lost World, just like there's not an inkling of that with, with the dinosaur sequences in any of the Jurassic World films. There's no sense of urgency. You don't fear for any of the characters because you don't fucking care about any of the fucking characters. Their, Colin Trevorrow does not know how to direct a suspenseful scene he like just there's just absolutely no bone in his body i think that knows how to just even replicate what spielberg can do um yeah it's just it's pitiful how did he come to the studio system in the first place like i don't i don't really understand how he started getting handed movies because everything he's done has been critically panned for the most part. Like I don't know. Maybe because he knows how to work with big budgets, maybe. Yeah. And and, and large crews that they're like, oh, yeah, he can handle this. He could be a nepotism baby. Nepotism baby. Know? That's exactly that, what I think he is. Dude, my mind was blown when I finally found out J.J. Abrams was just a nepotism baby. Like, that shit makes so much sense. Like, yeah. absolutely. Of course, this kid is just like a rich white kid. And that's the same with, like, all his buddies, too. Like, Alex Kurtzman and all them, like... Alex Kurtzman is, like, the worst screenwriter working today. How is he in charge of, like, Star Trek now? Um, Because, I don't know, this guy's just fucking rich and got into that position because he's done it for Transformers 
He's done it for Star Trek, like the new movies and now the new shows. Yeah. And none of it's been good. Like, (laughs) excuse me. Um, Sorry. I know that was kind of a a pivot away. No, you're good. Yeah. That I agree though the discussion, but oh my gosh, I just feel like Jurassic World Dominion. We don't have anything yeah. else to say about it. No, no, that's it, bro. Do, just... Is there anything towards the future to be optimistic for? Even I mean, with is the there... franchise, with that franchise, or with no? Okay, then others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no hope for the Jurassic Park franchise anymore. Um, I don't think. Uh, no, I was about to say. I was about to say. I will not slam. I will. If Spielberg does something with it. I'm watching, but other than that, no. I think um, I think the theme that they were going for in the first few films um, and this new thing that they're talking about are just so completely different. I think it's dead. I think I think this franchise is um, bleeding out on the floor. Uh, Heart is stopping. Nothing to look forward to. They actually they close it out pretty well in Dominion. They're just like this is how we live now. Just with just dinos, they're with like, dinos. That's dinosaurs it. are alive, and we like them. <laughs> like they start the movie like showing footage of like dinosaurs like wreaking havoc in everyday life, and they're like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" At the end of the film, they're just like, "Fuck it, we ball." I guess. Why didn't we just have that movie though? Like that's just such a. I'm so mad. Oh my god, that's such an easy fucking yeah. setup, and and they just wander it like completely. Uh... Yeah, it's bad. Don't watch it. Don't give any of your money towards it. Don't watch it on streaming. Definitely don't watch the extended edition. I didn't, but I couldn't imagine the poor soul who does. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. God, it's so bad. Yeah, definitely worst movie I've seen this year so far. Damn. Um, well, there's still room for some more. There's, there's room, some gonna, definitely. There's probably going to be some award season stinkers. Oh, yeah. I, what, what are you excited for that's still oh my God. to debut this year? Yes. Um, Triangle of Sadness. Oh, right. Uh, Palm to Ore winner. So I'm excited for that. I am definitely excited um, to watch, uh, uh, let me see, some of The Whale. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited I, I, for that. Um, oh, and Martin McDonough's Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for White Noise by yes. Noah Bumbach. White Noise, that's on my list as well. Blonde um, is getting some Blonde, great yeah. reception. I love Ana de Armas. Yes. And speaking of Spielberg, The Fablemans. Yes. Have gotten high acclaim at TIFF so far. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I'll get hyped for any kind of oh, yeah. Spielberg examining film project. But then it's got a great cast. Like Paul Dano, oh, yeah. I think, is starring with Michelle Williams. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff in there. Oh, and... um. Paul Schrader is finishing his trilogy this year with uh, Master Gardener, his trilogy of uh, um, First Reformed, The Card Counter, and now it's Master Gardener. Uh-huh. And um, there was some, there was some people. Who's, who's the star of Master Gardener? Uh, Joel Edgerton. Uh, Joel uh, Edgerton. Oh, and Sigourney Weaver. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's gonna be a dope fucking movie. Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I need to see his. Yeah, I need to see Card Counter. It's good because I I still haven't finished or watched it yeah. even but I, I love oscar isaac yeah. sometimes it's um, good it's on hbo max it's it's not i don't think it's nearly as good as first reformed um but it's still good oh my god do you know what's coming out which i can't believe i didn't lead with this babylon oh my god yes 
I I forgot. Did yeah. you have you seen the trailer? I I actually have not seen it with sound. Oh my god! <laughs> I watched oh my god. the first like clip of it on Twitter the other day. Yeah, and I was just instantly like, oh my gosh, Margot Robbie, what the hell? You're still killing it after Bruh. she's been like used in so many trailer shots since like Wolf of Wall Street, just yeah. like trying to make people like horny on Maine. But yeah. I mean, I feel like it still is so effortless, like mm-hmm. absolutely like happening for her. She's just a beautiful um, human. Indeed, indeed. And I I just think that this project has so much going for it. Like mm-hmm. I love Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah. I, I just I don't think he's gone wrong. I still haven't seen First Man though, so maybe I need to examine that teacher. I've, in my uh, in my classes, I have a couple of First Man apologists, so I need to rewatch it. Um, yeah. But I thought it was good. I just I was like such a stark departure from his first few films, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Babylon is like his return to like, okay, I'm gonna start doing crazy shit again, and so. Isn't it gonna be hella long? Yeah, but from what I've heard. Um, I saw some people who had read the leaks of the script and they're like, if, if the script is any, you know, um, what, what's the, what's the, like any sign that about the movie is they're like, the script is like perfect. Like one of the best scripts I've ever read. Like people, like people are saying that have seen rough cuts of the films are saying it's a fucking masterpiece. Well, fucking awesome. I'm, Hell yes. Yeah. Cause this is how I felt like going into whiplash like that had a fucking tight, perfect fucking script. Yes. To me, I, I think he could pull it off. Like, I think if yeah. there's a director I'm going to put put full trust in to do that shit, I think it's him. I, I'm also really excited for... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pivot away from it without no, a, saying proper goodbye, but uh, Ari Aster is making, like, a yeah. three-and-a-half-hour movie with, like, it's Joaquin a, Phoenix It's a comedy it. drama, too. I... Like... I'm so hyped. I'm like, hyped. are you kidding me? Like, yes, absolutely. Give me as much movie as you want. Like, yep. I'll complain when the Marvel movies do like three hour movies, but yeah. I won't complain with you guys. Baby. No, no. I, absolutely I just, not. I just hope you know what's coming is like Denis Villeneuve announcing like a three and a half hour runtime for Dune Part Two. Like yeah. that would that would just make my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh. Yeah, I can't wait for Dune Part Two. Actually, I've been uh, it's more like people are starting to talk about Dune again, and they're just talking about like about Part Two coming out and stuff. And uh, I'm just like, yeah, I'm ready. I am ready. I okay. So I, this might just for a second get on little mind over books moment. Yeah, but I just finally started the second Dune book, which will not be the second Dune movie because that movie will just be wrapping up book one. But if Denis gets to do a third like he wants, yeah. oh my god, I hope he does. Because so far, for me, the second book is validating Dune's continued like legacy and its state of being beloved despite being a white savior narrative. Because it turns out, in the second book, they get real fast on deconstructing that white savior narrative, deconstructing that messiah narrative. It's incredible it's right it's making me go back and appreciate the first dune more knowing that the plan always was that paul's not really like the, the good set guy. In stone good guy yeah yeah like that's fucking awesome i hope we see at least hints of that in dune part two i think we will i think we will some of the flash like flash forward i guess sequences where he's having visions in the first film i think uh, are tying into his sort of uh his villain arc. You know? Yes, so. yes. I hope that we 
just flesh that the fuck out and that Denis gets yeah. to do everything he wants with Dune. Because uh, yeah. just let Denis do what he wants. Just let Denis do what he wants for the rest of his fucking life. He has given us Sicario, Blade Runner 2049, yeah. uh, Arrival. Arrival. Prisoners. Yeah. I, know, I know you don't like prisoners as much as I do, but yeah, he gave no, us prisoners. Pri- people generally really yeah. love prisoners. Like, I'm not going to die on that hill. Like. Right. But no, nah, dude. Yeah. Let that motherfucker, let him at anything. Anything. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure he could make like some fucking YA sci fi novels good. Yeah. Like, For real. Have him do like the Hunger Games reboot yes. or whatever shit. Ender's <laughs> Game, all that shit. <laughs> like, do Wait, it. fucking Denis Villeneuve's. Um, Oh, wait, what's the shitty, like, Hunger Games ripoff with Shailene Woodley? Um, oh, oh Divergent? God. Yes! Have <laughs> fucking Denis Villeneuve do Divergent. Divergent. I would love oh my God. <laughs> have that fucking teeny-ass dialogue. You're not in House of Karu. <laughs> <laughs> Denis Villeneuve's Maze Runner trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Denis, wait, Denis Villeneuve's... Um, Twilight? Twilight, yes. Oh do it. God, why not? Why the fuck not? God, I need him to do. You know what? Like, actually, what he needs to do is City of Ember. <gasps> that. Oh shit! Actually, I that would be high. Finish the series. Finish the series, bro. Wouldn't oh that be God. a Chad move if, like, Denis Villeneuve, because there's already a City of Light movie or City of Ember's mm-hmm. movie? What if he did the prequel book? You know, yeah, and then yeah. like people don't even fucking know that it's a City of Embers yeah, thing, and then yeah. he gets you hyped right. for the Denis Villeneuve City of Embers extended universe. Right, because nobody knows what the fuck Prophet of Yonwood is. <laughs> yes, he just comes out with a movie called The Prophet of I'm Yonwood. I'm so glad you know what Prophet of Yonwood yes, is. Bro. Oh my god, I've been waiting for this conversation <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> I've read all four of the books. They're great. They're great books. Um, but the the movie. Just, it didn't do it for me. No, it did. Wow, and that's the only reason that we read the book in my class was like, well, in like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I, I should be more specific. I should age myself really quick. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only reason we read the book. But then the book absolutely fucked and the movie did not fuck. Did not fuck I, need yeah. to, I need to go back and reread the books. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I think that one, if I was knocking them down in a week as a little kid, like mm-hmm. maybe I could return to that kind yeah. of energy. I don't know, sure. though. I was eating Warrior Cats books like Same. they were, like, fucking snacks. You know? oh. Did you start rereading Warrior Cats? So I'm going to. I, okay. just, I haven't got them yet, but I am going that's to so start high. rereading Warrior Cats. This is about to be a Warrior Cats podcast, yes. people. Like, that's the main thing that we wanted to talk to you about is yeah. we're now a Warrior Cats podcast. We are. And here's our new outro theme song. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yep. Casey and Isaac for Warrior Cats fans. Yep. And here it is. Here it is. I'm in Thunder Clan. I'm in Shadow Clan. We are River Clan. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. We are cats. Meow, meow, meow. Um, goodbye, cats. Meow. That's it. <laughs>